Burrow's calf. Zach Taylor told us Burrow would be sidelined for several weeks. We were like, how long? Several weeks? Like several. Uh, week one now in doubt, and Jamar Chase told the NFL Network that there's no rush. Take it easy. Take a listen. They were wondering, did Jamar really mean that? That he doesn't want him to play week one? Yeah. Do you have any thoughts? I 100% mean that. And is that, is that anything to do with where Joe is now, or you just want him to play it safe? I want him to be 100% healthy to play. I don't want him rushing nothing. I don't want people in his ear telling him to play at a certain time. I just want him to be healthy. And that's not me telling him to play that certain game. It's just, that's me saying be healthy when you're back. 100% healthy. We all agreed. All right. We all agreed earlier that he shouldn't play. Nick? Well, they, hold on. They, I think we all agreed that it, obviously he shouldn't play if he is severely compromised. I, the day after this injury happened, I said if there, you can be 90% and he should sit out. The, 90%? Yeah. 90% like load management. The, no, but it's – here's the thing. You, the only time – Greg, what is the only time an NFL player has a chance to be 100% healthy? Never. Oh, well, first week of the season <laughs> would be the only time? Oh, yes. That's what I mean. Over the course of the season, you're going to be dealing with <clears> – so you want to start in as good a position as possible. Jamar talked about how his rookie year, he, he took it slow in the very beginning mm-hmm. because he wanted to start off fully healthy. When you have a quarterback – who is not the, the biggest guy, who has already had his knee blown up once in his career and, and suffered this initial strain on a totally innocuous scramble, mm-hmm. you can't put him out there if he's against Miles Garrett if he's not 100%. And what Cincinnati does, I think, have going for it is it has had this level of success. They haven't needed home field advantage. They have won their division, but that's been they 2021 at home in game one of the playoffs, on the road against Tennessee, one, on the road against Kansas City, one, on the road in the Super Bowl, lost. Again, those road Super Bowls are just an outrage. Uh, last year, on the road in week one, or at home in week one of the playoffs, one, on the road in week two against Buffalo, one, on the road in Kansas City. Lost, and so there's just like they, they're fine. They and so what, the only way they're not fine is if Joe Burrow suffers a major calf strain, yeah, yeah. or if Joe Burrow suffers a different injury because he can't run on his calf mm-hmm. and he gets hit. So of course you sit him. Of course. Yeah, I'm I'm with Jamar actually on this. The more and more I listen to it and look at it, like he's thinking long term, and so when you think about that, and and I've watched this clip. If we can show it again, like you watch the clip, he has a sleeve That's on his I calf said, already. Man. So why is he even out there? So obviously something was going on prior to this yeah. actually taking place. <clears throat> and so only people who would know that is guys on the field with him, a close friend and Jamar Chase. So he's like, well, dude, this has been kind of it's been nagging at you. Yeah. It got you. Let's just sit out and let's let us Keep things afloat through the regular season. The The reason why I agree with Jamar Chase on this is because the most vulnerable a team can be is typically at the beginning of the season because everybody's trying to find out what we're going to be and how our offense is going to look, defense is going to look. So when you look at their first two division games on their schedule, it's the Browns. We don't know what Deshaun Watson is going to look like. It's going to be a tough game. So it it could be, it could very well be a tough game just because of it's a divisional game. But you can can lose that game and still be okay. Then you got the Ravens. You look at the Ravens, they have a new look offense with Lamar and all the supporting cast now that he has. So even if you were to lose these two games, your season isn't over without Joe Burrow. But if you 
allow Joe Burrow to play in either of these games and anything happens, calf turns into Achilles. Achilles you're not coming back from. Yeah. Yeah. So I would rather him right. do what Jamar Chase is saying, even though this is not Zach Taylor or anybody in the executive offices saying this. It's smart. He's, he's already been injury prone. And that's really the only thing that slowed him down in the NFL. So you guys are right. If it was like week 10 or something, you bring if he's 90%, you could play him. Of course. Him. You can, but at you the beginning of the point. year, you yeah. want to get him 100%. I'm yeah. okay. totally Can I just push back for a second? Sure. It's more pushing back because I agree if he's not 100%. Yeah. But it sounds like what the Bengals are saying that was inspi- inspired by an injury, that was brought about by an injury, and what the Bills say where it's like, man, we're focused on the Super Bowl, we're focused at the end of the year – are the same thing. Yeah. But we're saying the Bengals, it's all good. No. We're focused on the end of the year. But when the Bills say no, it, no, no, we're no. like, oh, you're taking your eye off the ball. No, so Every this game is, matters. So this is kind of uh, – it's interesting because I actually keyed in on that as well. I, I agree – or I said before Jamar said anything that Burrow – you should be super conservative about this. Mm-hmm. I can put that in this category. Jamar saying we should be conservative to protect Joe, that's fine. Jamar saying we have bigger, essentially bigger fish to fry than the beginning of the season, that, that did gain, you know, get my attention that that team, that as far as, well, you, you hope to have bigger fish to fry. You don't know if those fish are ever getting on the boat. You do know what's here right now. So, yes, I agree with you that there is an element of the trying to get to the end before you get through the beginning in some of those comments. Yep. But that's independent of the fact that I think they have to be very careful with Joe Burrow. Okay. I, but I agree. I, I heard the same thing. All right. Let's take a look at the odds in the AFC. The mighty Kansas City Chiefs <coughs> have a lot of fans, really friendly fans. Oh, great barbecue. Oh, great barbecue. We, we went to the parade, Greg. It was just a blast. Everyone treated they us so nicely. They loved me a while. They really did. And Nick, of course. Yeah. We were serenaded out there. <laughs> then the Bills, then the Bengals, and the Ravens, and then the Jets. Friendly note, Aaron Rodgers has not thrown for 300 yards okay. in 23 games, yet they've got the fifth best Super Bowl odds. It's just food for thought. Uh, Greg, by the numbers, it's the Bills, but who do you have as the biggest threat to the Chiefs? It's still the Bengals. With a healthy Joe Burrow, it's still the Bengals. It doesn't change anything. The only he this is the only quarterback that has beaten the Kansas City Chiefs when it matters. Right. Lamar's had a great regular season against uh, Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs, but hasn't been able to do it in the playoff postseason because this team typically doesn't even get that opportunity. For me, it's it's the Bengals. The Bengals just are a tough matchup for the Kansas City Chiefs. They play them very well. They're not afraid to go toe-to-toe. They feel like you have a great quarterback that can win a game if the ball is in his hands. We have one that if the ball is in his hands last, we're going to win the game. So I I still believe it's the Bengals. Well, that's where – because they are a great matchup for the Chiefs, obviously. And that's where this could hurt. Even if Burrow's out and, you know, for four games or whatever, and it just hurts their – they still make the playoffs, but they can't get home field. And I know you you ran off how they've won in Arrowhead and on the road and lost at home. But still, if they had their druthers, if they faced the Chiefs, they'd rather do it in Cincinnati. And that's where something like this hurts you because you might have to go and play them in Kansas City again. But, Greg, I'm going to say the Ravens, though. And the, the Bengals definitely are a threat. But the Ravens are a tough matchup for the Bengals. 
Obviously, it's a, it's a division rivalry, but we saw the playoffs last year where they almost beat him with Tyler Huntley. And the, the unknown is what Lamar does in this pro-style offense. But I think he's going to surprise people and be very good. You know, I think, and if he throws it well outside the numbers, then that's just going to open up scrambling for him, and he is going to do major damage with it's his legs. It's the unknown part. Why I it's, can't, it's a little I can't unknown. I give it to with the Ravens. Well, so I'm not – listen, I'm not worried about the Bengals, what their record is early in the year or whatever. It doesn't – I mean, it's literally the AFC, the Arrowhead Invitational, so they're not going to hold that in Cincinnati. It'd be weird, even if they were 15-2. and two. Like, how are you going to hold that <laughs> Cincinnati? And they renamed the, didn't they just rename the stadium so they'd have Can money to get pay Joe Burrow? It's like the Big Ten. It'd be weird. Like more teams. Yeah, I don't know. It'd be odd. Arrowhead Invitational this year's in Buffalo. No, it's in Kansas. <laughs> um, but the, the Cincinnati, the, the point that Greg made is the right one. Two quarterbacks alive have beaten Patrick Mahomes in games that matter. One retired. Yeah. Tom Brady and Joe Burrow. Every and all the other quarterbacks, there's not a long list. <clears throat> Mahomes, I think, has only lost 16 games in his career. But the quarterbacks who have beaten him in the regular season, they never were able to pay that off in the postseason mm-hmm. because the Chiefs play all their playoff games at home again. It's the Arrowhead Invitational. Uh, and so they, it's not like, oh, we beat them in the regular season. Now you have to come to our building. That hasn't happened. I think so two things jump out to me. One is I think Vegas, I agree with you, Wilds, is overvaluing the Jets. I think they're undervaluing the Chargers, wildly undervaluing the Chargers. Mm. And I think that it is interesting that even on this show – we are more skeptical of the Bills than Vegas is. Yeah. The Bills, the Vegas still is giving the last year. Vegas giving the Bills the nod over Cincinnati was one thing because you could say, okay, Cincinnati was they call it a fluke that they made the Super Bowl. But they then played each other in the playoffs mm-hmm. in Buffalo. Cincinnati dog walked them. Mm-hmm. Buffalo has not had a great offseason. <clears throat> Buffalo's the team that lost their defensive coordinator. People thought Lou Anarumo might get a job somewhere. He didn't. And still, Vegas loves the Bills. Mm-hmm. I don't. That I, I don't understand. And so, yeah, I think Cincinnati and the Chargers, with the Jags being next, would be my list. Cincinnati, the Chargers, and Jacksonville are the biggest threats to the Chiefs. Other, well, yeah, other than the Chiefs, the biggest threat themselves. You know what my answer to that is? Nobody. Okay, you stop it. You're not <laughs> a Chiefs fan. Nobody. You're, you're <laughs> our own. Just us. Just the man in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> guys listed five teams. And, well, they get the running game going. Guy was at the end. Man. <laughs> Greetings, soccer fans. Are you ready for the 2023 FIFA Women's World Cup? Because we are. That's right. Australia and New Zealand, look out. State of the Union is coming. Off the post and And we'll be going above and beyond down under. We'll have new podcast episodes every single match day. So follow Alexi Lawless's State of the Union on the Fox app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So, to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. 
With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash FTF, netsuite.com slash FTF, netsuite.com slash FTF. Welcome back to the show. It's just been electrifying, I'll be honest with you. Top of the NFL's top 100. Super Bowl runner-up Jalen Hurts lands at number three. Joe Burrow lands at number six. Here's the top ten. Mahomes at number one. Justin Jefferson will discuss in a second. All fills out. Tyreek, eh. eh. What? Tyreek was amazing last yes, year. Yes, he yeah. was. Oh, he was? He's yeah. been amazing. Yeah. What was the, the Dolphins he, record? Okay, you can't do <laughs> oh, Hold on, because this is, you know what? That's actually a good way to start this. Because the, here's, Wilds, can I ask you a question? Yeah, of course. Let me get my notes on Tyreek Hill. No, no, no. It's not about Tyreek Hill. Well, just making sure. Are wins a coach stat? Wins are an everything stat. No, no, no. Do do coaches yes. is is the only yes. stat we have for coaches really their win loss record. I, I also have a, a proprietary yeah. gutsy call. Wins stat. are a coach stat. Okay. And an overall team stat. Yeah. Not a player stat. And if wins it's are a quarterback stat. Yeah, okay, so so then coach then, and then every coach stat. every quarterback I don't think is it's the a same, receiver stat. Right? Why? Because. If, if wins are a coach stat and they're also a quarterback stat, okay. the stat's going to be identical. Yeah, Brady and Belichick. Yeah, okay. It, it's just insane. And the, that's also why Why is Patrick Mahomes so good? Because you're like, Patrick Mahomes hasn't lost right, if to the Broncos in this. No. Patrick Mahomes has no, this No, that is, record. of course. I'm like, yeah. No, but guys, then when say someone oh my gosh. Dan oh Marino gosh. would be right oh, there oh. near the top if it was. Dan Marino has a winning record. Them. In his career. Yeah, but I'm there, saying he would be near the top of guys, the all-time no, list there is whole if all- it wasn't about winning. No. That's he, the only thing he lacks is a Super Bowl. No. That's right. There he is, put up Patrick video Mahomes game numbers in an era where guys weren't throwing like that's that. That's true. He did. I, 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 that's think, the I think Dan Marino's awesome, guys. But you don't I, have many top five because he didn't win enough. I think a prerequisite of being an all-time legendary quarterback is a Super Bowl. I do think that. I also think that great quarterbacks Mm -hmm. are preventative from being awful. But I do not think a great record makes you a great quarterback. And I think this list is slightly infected by the quarterback wins virus because the only reason Jalen Hurts would leap from off the NFL 100 to number three is because he was the quarterback for the Super Bowl runner-up. I think he's excellent. Don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. He's not better than Burrow. And the reason people have him ahead of Burrow is because his team went one round further than Burroughs, even though we all agree his team had the better offensive line, his team had the better running game, his team had the better defense. And so the quarterback win stuff pollutes so much of this 
discussion. It tricks you into being like, well, is Kirk Cousins underrated? No, he's properly rated. Wait, does this guy that I actually always thought was good, Justin Herbert, is he actually no good because he's barely above 500? No, he's really good. I agree. He should win some games. He has to win a playoff game. Fair. It's look very few people, some people, but very few. I would say, just go totally on wins and losses. Like that—that's not. I mean, that's a part of it. Like you said, a great quarterback is going to win. But I'm not gonna forsake the eye test just because a guy doesn't have a winning record because his team is bad. Nor am I gonna say just because a guy's won, he's awesome. Jimmy G, I sit here and I'm sober-minded about Jimmy <laughs> G. Y'all rip him like he can't play at all. And I'm saying, all I'm saying is no, the dude is a good quarterback. Mm-hmm. I've never said he's great. I've never said, how in the world did Jimmy G not make the Pro Bowl? I've never said any of that. All I've said is he's won 70% of his Starbuck games with Montana. a team that was atrocious oh, when he got yeah. there. Uh-huh. And he immediately turned him around. Uh-huh. And the locker room loved him. Yeah. So, th- so does Hurts deserve Edinburgh? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, no, I agree with you on that. Hurts yeah. should not be ahead of Burrow. Uh, I want to see Hurts do it longer. One more year? Give me one more year. Because Burrow's done it for two years. Burrow's a better passer. And I want to see, you know, Hurts do it longer before yeah. I could put him ahead of Joe yeah. Burrow. Simple answer, no, no. Yeah. Jalen Hurts, I love you, man. You, you're not better than Joe Burrow. It's just, you, you look at what Joe Burrow has been. He went to the Cincinnati Bengals. He was drafted by the Cincinnati Bengals. You know, coming out, everyone was like, don't he go. Should, he, he should. He, he should, should do what Eli. They didn't want him to go. Don't. Right. Yeah. Don't. Don't go. Yep. He said, "I'm going. Yeah, I'm going to change he, everything." Okay. And what did he do? Changed got, everything. Got hurt immediately. almost immediately. No, he yeah. didn't get hurt immediately. Well, not immediately, but it's like, man, you guys are right about this. <laughs> offensive line, bang. And <laughs> well, I'm, I'm just saying, but offensive line was saying. bad last year too. Two AFC championships. Last two years. He's good. He's One great. One AFC championship. Uh, an appearance. Appearance. And then, uh, yeah, there you one go. One AFC championship win, yeah. one Super Bowl appearance, loss. Yeah. I understand all yeah. that, but he's just Burrow's getting great. started. Burrow's great. It, it, listen, Bur- Burrow is Burrow for the second straight year is the second best quarterback in football and deserves that recognition. He deserved it last year. And it wasn't because the, – and the Bengals, by the way, the last year when I was saying he was the best quarter, second best quarter in football, I think the Bengals the year four were 10-7. and seven. It wasn't some gaudy win-loss record. It was you can tell. The guy's awesome. And Jalen, and Jalen, I think, is really, really good. But you can't be the second best quarterback in the league if the biggest question mark people have about you is your ability to consistently throw the ball. Right. You know, it, that, you know what else I, I feel like we don't talk enough about when we talk about Joe Burrow that is really dying at the quarterback position. He's just a pure pocket passer. Well, that's he's the only one. He's in the, the only. Ten. He's the only one. So he gets right. rewarded because no, he's it's slow? just unique. It's no, no, no. It's just unique. It's to be not able even to win at that. Correct. Be able to play because well now the game has evolved. These players have evolved. It's like we we make this idea of dual threat athlete being just like oh it's only Lamar or it's only Josh Allen well it's a lot of these quarterbacks now Joe Burrow doesn't get down like that. He's yeah, the right. Tom. That's why we compare him to guys like Tom Mac Brady. Jones. Yeah. Sit in no. the pocket. And no. Football. Yeah. Well, no. that's right. Which is why Max, it, right, that works against him. It's very hard in today's NFL to be a great quarterback if you don't have the running option. It just is. Yeah. All right. You want to move on or you want to Let's move on. diss Jalen Hurts because you've got all the way to the Super Bowl? We're not, no. and that's the thing. We are not no. dissing Jalen Hurts. Sounds We're just like saying it. Joe Burrow should be ahead of him on this list. Yeah. Okay. 
Jalen Hurts went to the Super Bowl. I don't know. <laughs> uh, and when he got there, yeah, played great. So great. Chris Jones says one of the best games he's ever seen. Take a listen. He had the best performance in the Super Bowl that I've ever seen of a quarterback. Running the ball, throwing the ball, he balled out. The way that he works, I expect him to get better and better every year, and I expect to play him in a lot of big games as my career goes on. Okay, had four touchdowns. Greg, your reaction to Chris Jones's comments? Yeah, I think he's on to something. Like, I, I don't – off top of off the top of my head, I can't think of a quarterback performance recently, performance recently that was has been better. What about the one in the same game? I, the one in the Mahomes. same game was very impressive. <laughs> yeah. It was extremely impressive yeah. given the circumstances of him – being expected to not run and then having to mm-hmm. run, and that being the deciding factor in both yeah. games, really, the AFC yeah. Championship game and Super Bowl. But Jalen Hurts did the exact opposite. That's true. He it, was forced to throw. Can you throw? And, and was he did it. it. I, he was absolutely on fire. I, listen, I think Jalen was great in that game, just like Josh Allen was great in the divisional loss to the Chiefs, and everybody talked about the losing quarterback's performance when the winning quarterback in that game were better both times. Uh, the Chiefs against the Mahomes D- was better in the Super Bowl as far as his performance? I, yes, 100%. You think Hurts was better than Mahomes? I, I, Mahomes, made, Mahomes threw 27 passes. One was off target. In the second half of that game, there were 230 yards available for the Chiefs to get. They got 229 of them because they kneeled at the one to win the game. He made no mistakes against a defense that terrorized quarterbacks all year. Jalen dropped the football and was returned for a touchdown. I thought Jalen's performance was an A-plus that gets dinged to an A minus because of this play, and Mahomes' performance was just a solid A. It was he made no mistakes, did everything his team needed him to do, and made all the biggest plays against a very brutal defense and as far the best pass rush we'd seen in 30 years. Well, they couldn't have any footing. So <laughs> for me, that's why I, I have his performance better because he he Jalen's he, better. Yes, Jalen's better because he made that mistake. And then he followed it up and responded right. every single time. Every single time. And because we expect, and again, we get so, I don't want to say we get bored with the success of Patrick Mahomes, but it's one of those things where we, we know what he's going to do, so we kind of yeah. get lulled to sleep right. by it. Jalen was great. It works against him Making sometimes. that one, and I don't want to, I think Nick hit it on the head, A minus. But that one play, that may have cost them the game. Yeah. yeah. It, they could have went up 21-7. Instead, it's 14-all. Like, and, and I get it. It's not, I'm not taking away from him having a f- fantastic performance. But there's no way I can say a guy had the best performance ever for a quarterback when he made that mistake, which may have cost him the game. Okay. Justin Jefferson coming in at number two on the list, Greg. <laughs> Eight touchdowns, 1,800 yards. So the question is this. I thought this was a little bit mean. I didn't write this. Is this too high for a wide receiver? That is just flat-out disrespectful. I didn't write it. <laughs> I mean, we all witnessed his greatness all last season. Like, really. Like, seriously, he was on pace to do something that no one has ever done. Well, break records. Like, yep. he's already been breaking every record every single season. And this was this is year th- that was year three going into year four. Justin Jefferson, we wouldn't be talking about the Minnesota Vikings if he wasn't in that uniform. Just for the we don't really talk about the Vikings. Too. <laughs> but we're doing it right now because of because of Justin Jefferson. Sure. Like the Minnesota Vikings wouldn't make the playoffs if Justin Jefferson. They're the one. 
I shouldn't say the one team. They're one team in the NFL that if Justin Jefferson's not on that team, they're not a playoff team. Wow. Look, look, Justin Jefferson is phenomenal, and you were a great receiver. I don't want this to be offensive. I'm, is, I'm already it offended. is arguably I'm the most offended. dependent position in the league, in the game. And that's why I think I can't have a receiver at number two. I, I can't. Because it's, it's the most – now, Jerry Rice is an exception all time, and oh. maybe Justin will become that. But right now, I can't – I'm so, it's the, if the quarterback's no good, what's that receiver going to do? Well, Kirk ain't great. And yeah, but he's good. good. He's, he's good enough. He's good I'm just enough. saying. So, hold on. Any, every so other if, position, if, if, I, like linebacker, I can do what I got to do. Uh, lineman, offense or defense, quarterback, what, running okay back, handing the, the ball. lineman being number two no, not a receiver? Well, if it was an Aaron Donald, sure. Oh, I thought you meant offensive lineman. But the, the... Well, no. I mean, offensive lineman, it's, an, it's not as dependent of a position. That's my, that's my issue. The receiver is a totally dependent position. If your quarterback's not good, you're in trouble. The fact no that how it, great you are. I think that works to their advantage. The fact that we are dependent upon somebody. We, the line has to protect. The quarterback has to get the ball off. Has to be accurate. Right. You have to still then make the play and then be special. The, All of that worked to his favor. The, and the question is this, really, because quarterbacks are so disproportionately valuable. If the question is, take all the quarterbacks out, is Justin Jefferson the best or the most valuable non-quarterback in football? And you can make that case. You can. You can make that case for him. You can make it for a handful of guys. You make it for Kelsey. Kelsey? You can make yep. it for him. Kelsey and you can make it for a few defensive guys Correct. that they are the best non-quarterback in the league. You I believe it for Tyreek. Disgust me right now. <laughs> well, I don't think Tyreek's as good as Justin Jefferson. He's great. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. I'm just saying. Greg almost came across It's a dependent position. You know this. You know this. Hey, college football fans. Joel Klatt here. We are bringing you the best college football analysis every week. Any questions? Then send them into the Joel Klatt Show mailbag. Follow the Joel Klatt Show on the Fox Sports app or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everyone? It's Nick Wright, and I got something exciting to talk to you about today. Angie, your ultimate destination for getting all your jobs done well. Now, Angie isn't just your average home services marketplace. It's a game changer with over 150 million homeowners served and a network of over 200,000 skilled pros. Angie has experience and expertise to tackle any project with ease. Whether you're looking to spruce up your backyard or undergo a major home renovation, Angie's got your back and their pros are locally based often running small businesses right in your community. And here's the best part. Angie makes the process seamless. From researching and comparing pros to scheduling services at your convenience, Angie's user-friendly platform puts you in control. So why settle for anything less than perfection when it comes to your home? With Angie, you can trust every project will be completed with the utmost care and professionalism. So get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Discover why homeowners across the nation are turning to Angie to get all their jobs done well. Welcome back to just a delightful, weird, and wonderful. We'll start off with the weird Padres Mariners. This, this is Tatis to straightaway center. And Julio Rodriguez, so good. I'll oh, be honest this. with you, oh. he ends up catching it, but then he plays it like he did, and he's like, ah, I got it. 
I thought it was. I thought it was a nice little show. <laughs> I like it. It's like a, it's a in poker. It's a slow roll. It's just tricking the other guy. I love it. Okay. I love that. Padres lose their third in a row, though. I know. I don't love my Padres of the World Series. Wonderful. More from yesterday's Turkey Poland game. (laughs) The librarian. (laughs) The librarian. (laughs) Shingoon. 24 8. Did you create that? Yeah, the librarian. I like that. Wow. And then people say, why do you call him the librarian? (laughs) Shingoon. 24 8. I don't know if it'll catch on, but I like it. Weird. Reds Marlins tied at one. Everything seems normal on this bike. Just for the record, if you want to grab a cup of coffee, this is the longest weird and wonderful we've ever had on the show. It's about 45 seconds long. Marlins end up winning this game. The Reds have lost six of their last seven. The play's still not over. Ends up being an inside-the-park home run. And I'm done reading the highlight before it's over. (laughs) Wonderful. Yankees, White Sox. Guess who's back? It's Aaron Judge. He's been back for a while, I know, but now he's hitting home runs. Number 21. Yankees win. Four and a half games out of the wild card. Weird. Everyone's always like, Wilds, why don't you cover more Omaha Storm Chasers? I've gotten your letters. Royals Farm System, so this counts for Kansas City. Yep. John Rave with the grab here. This counts as a catch. I almost thought it was a blooper, but Christina's like, no, it's a great catch. I was like, are you sure? Storm Chasers lose, though. Eight to two. Brew, did you stay up to watch the Storm Chasers? The Chasers? The beginning, but I didn't see the end. No, I DVR'd it. (laughs) Wonderful. Cowboys camp, as mentioned, if he's not throwing the ball to Trayvon Diggs, he's making beautiful passes. Elite brew? Yes or no? That's pretty damn good. That's a nice throw, but no. Yeah, that's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's too bad Trayvon always catches it. And that's weird and wonderful from the national pastimes. You didn't put in... I sent you a tweet. You sent me a factoid. (laughs) It's a video highlight segment. (laughs) Sorry, sorry. I thought you'd put it Bill Barnwell (laughs) listed his breakout players for the year. And in the category of pro bowler to superstar, Mm. the first entry is Trevor Lawrence. Looking to build upon a good second half of his second year. I guess we'll start with Greg Jennings. <laughs> Greg, do you expect the Prince to be a superstar this year? I do. I oh. do. Well, what the heck? Absolutely. I would have just gone to Nick. There we go. There we go. Absolutely. You just want to be late like you guys. <laughs> when, you look at, when you look at what Trevor Lawrence was able to do last year, specifically the second half of the season, they were one of the hottest teams in the NFL. You look at this record, the passing... Uh, rating and the touchdown versus interceptions. All of these are superb numbers. These are real numbers. Going into the postseason, he was playing really good football. What What is most impressive about all of this yeah. is he adds an actual elite receiver. Mm. We like, think. No, no. He's no, good. No. No. Calvin Ridley no, is he elite. Was great two and years so for ago. me, when you when you get a quarterback that is finding themselves in the second year in this system with Doug Peterson, like he's comfortable. He understands the expectation that is being asked of him and what how to run this offense. This kid is gonna take another step and not not just a step he's going to take a leap simply because he has these types of games where the end of the season last year I I made the statement that they were playing playoff type games Mm -hmm. I actually said playoff games and you corrected me and said they're actually regular season but remember that but that's they were those style of games they were they had to win out they had to win out to get in and they did play within that (laughs) to play in that type of environment week to week it prepared him for then 
an opportunity to play like he did in the playoff game against yeah. the Chargers, but the then bounce half. back. Yeah, exactly. exactly. First half, and then now what? We, what do we remember? The second half. Well, because they ended I, remember up both. I remember the beginning. Oh okay. uh, yeah, you want to just this is not on. a controversial <laughs> opinion. It really isn't. This is. You guys have like a weird like reverse Stockholm syndrome when it comes to Trevor Lawrence, where it's like you you've heard me talk about him so much and be so right about him every time. Look you guys are posture. now entrenched Look against the, the guy who was the number one. Don't. I swear the, to God. Get the the number one player of at court 15, in high school. 16, 17, 18, 19, about- 20, and 21. For seven years in a row, he was the <laughs> number nothing. one prospect in America. He had one down year. And then he went right back Actually. to being Peyton Manning part two, oh, not 2.0. You point gave up that 2.0. Like, you're like look, you're point Googled it. You Googled it. Real quick, I'm going to show Bruce up. Okay, now, that's Bruce. fine. I just want to – Peyton Manning in year two won the AFC South, went to round two of the playoffs, and then in year three led the league in yards and touchdowns and finished top five in MVP voting. That is the trajectory Trevor Lawrence is on. Will he lead the league in those categories? I don't know. Will he be a top five MVP guy? You bet your yes, he will. A lot of feelings. And I know uh, you've cast your lot with Trevor Lawrence. I get it. But I'm going to appeal the brew, and I'm just going to deliver cold hard facts. I need to know. (laughs) Trevor Lawrence, here's how Trevor Lawrence started the season. Not great. He had 10 touchdowns, 6 interceptions. And then weeks 9 through 15, he was amazing. 14 touchdowns, one interception. And then, week 16, until he lost to the Chiefs, it was back to 6-6. Six and six. But everybody wants to just take weeks 1 through 8 and attach it to his rookie year, although it wasn't. That's him kind of getting his sea legs. It is what it is. But then he crescendoed. Well, yeah, he crescendoed, and then he came back to earth and is through the same amount of touchdowns as he did interceptions. That's because, hold on. Can he I, had four in the first half. Wait, wait Wilds, but you, hold on. hold on, that would be a decent argument from a lot of people. You are Mr. Quarterback wins. Yeah. That, the, the week 16 through the division round was five games. Yeah. They, they both went are four and no. one. Yes, you are. And I their just, only loss the the was like on it. the road to the Chiefs. They won the game. Look, they they I, won all the games. I like, they won 16, 17, 18 in the wild card round. It's great. And so if you want to say he's more like a quarterback wins guy, no. like Jimmy G, no. game managing not, things, no, and like I'm not getting a little that. bit lucky I'm bounces, that he had I'm fine with that. Half of not saying he's football in five weeks. He had one bad, half. bad rookie year, first bad half, first bad so part of think? year two. What do you think? He is? You yeah. think he's you think he's good, very good, excellent, below average? I what do you think? I think he's slightly better than Mac Jones. Okay. 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 It's because uh, he has Calvin Ridley. All right, look, I'm in a bit of a quandary. All right, because. I have liked oh, Trevor you, Lawrence. No, let me let me finish. I've sat here patiently and listened to all you guys, and your histrionics <laughs> and all that. I like Trevor Lawrence. Always have. Yep. But Nick has been so uh. overboard, so obnoxious about him that I have to bring some sanity. You, it's similar to Jimmy G. In the opposite way. I have to bring sanity to the discussion. All right, when, when Trevor and Mac were rookies and Mac clearly was having a better year, what did I always say? Mac's having a better rookie year, but Trevor's going to be better. Trevor's got the higher ceiling, all that. Sure. So superstar this season is a tad rich for my blood, but he's going to be very good. Not yet a superstar, though. You know what? 
That's the most analysis. That's the most sober analysis of all these. That was yeah, fair. That's fine. Except for the guy who's been right about him all along and brought you the Royal Trumpeters when they were three and seven, right. only to see them go as far in the playoffs as Jerbo. You didn't bring Bills. the Royal Trumpeters when they were. Three Check and the tape. MLB playoffs are near, and you know what that means, Alex? Yep. Flippin' Bats will be staying up late and having all the fun. From breaking down the most important stories and games, nobody's done what he's doing. Nobody. Not even Babe Ruth. To interviewing baseball's biggest stars. I felt like I was pitching more stress. I was trying to be so perfect. No one covers America's pastime like us. So as we sprint towards this year's World Series on Fox, please make sure to listen, follow, and subscribe to Flippin' Bats with Ben Verlander and me. Alex Curry. Baseball is fun, and so are we. We're going to have fun, dang it. We'll talk to you soon. It's time now for the most motivating segment in all of sports. It's the Bud List. It's also the time where we read some viewer mails. A little bit of controversy. Oh, really? People are claiming that I write the letters. Really? What are you talking about? So just to prove it, I went to the YouTube comments and asked the people on YouTube to print out their comments and mail them to me. And I have those letters here. And before I read them, I have to... There we go. Get the letter writing music. <laughs> reading. Wow. Oh, sorry. Writing. Were you behind those? Oh, sorry. Writers? Sorry. <laughs> I see it. Yeah. Real. Yeah. From J. Clark Kev. Or J. Clark... EV, the electric vehicle. <laughs> Dear Wilds, we love the show dearly, and while fan mail is amazing, it seems Don, Don, and the kids get all your attention. I would love if you could print out some of your favorite comments and use that as fan mail. Yours dearly, Superfan Joe, P.S. My heart goes out to your Patriots, America's team. That's very kind of you, so I thought that was nice. Oh, that, okay. I'm not just out here. Yeah. I, I open up the aperture a little nice. bit, and if this is good, I will do this from now on. <laughs> Oh, okay. You don't know what it says? No! I told you I didn't read it. It's from J. Clark Kev. Wow. Okay. What's I don't one? just want to always read from yeah, the same family. We get it. So what's this one? From Kevin Williams, 7252. Shout out Ryan and Brian. <laughs> I mean, what do you want me to do? <laughs> Without further ado, it's the bud list. <laughs> All right. Um, as I said, this week... Not that high on inspiration. Just telling it like it is because these oh, brothers are sign. under duress. Oh. All right? All right, at number three, there's your boy, Nick. Oh, Baker Mayfield. This is it, Baker. By it, I mean your last chance to be a legitimate starter in the NFL. And the pressure's on not just to win the job, but to keep the job. Well, no problem. You won the job in Carolina, mm -hmm. but you couldn't keep it. You got to keep it this time. Now, I do think, Baker, that you have matured enough. I think you've been humbled enough, as your coach Ty Bowl said, to accept, if this doesn't go well, to accept a backup role for the rest of your career, uh. essentially. I think, Baker, you can have a nice career as a backup. You don't get hit, any of that stuff. All right, so, Baker, in that regard, I believe in you, but... To be a backup going forward. Oh, I mean, that's yeah, yeah. If you if you if you don't go well this year. All right. At number two. Oh, wow. I, I told you. I'm just telling it like it is. All right. Number two, Ron Rivera. 
Now, Ron, I think you mean well. I think you're an honest guy, a good guy. I, too honest, though. I mean, you, you don't have to tell the public and the media every little disagreement and dispute that is going on within your building because now you have created distractions. And if it goes poorly for you, and everybody kind of thinks it will, except Kevin Wilds, mm -hmm. if it goes poorly, these storylines are going to be, they're going to resurface. It's going to be Eric Bieniemy's temper tantrums. It's going to be your wide receivers have skin as thick as uh, tissue paper. It's going to be that Ron Rivera, you know, again, is spilling all of our beans. And it'll come down to your record, too. Because, Ron, your last five years as a head coach have had losing records. Mm. New ownership there in Washington, too. New ownership a lot of times means new coach. So, uh, Ron is under duress Man. to have a great season. I'm just telling it like it is. Number one. Wow. No, I believe in you. Kyle Shanahan. Oh. Ron, I do. I like you, Ron. I, I like you. <laughs> All right. Number one, Kyle <laughs> Shanahan. The boy genius. Oh. All right, now you have gone out on a limb, brother, and picked a former Mr. Irrelevant over a number three pick that you guys traded three first-round draft picks and other stuff for, and you have put him on the bench. Now, I think you're making the right move, but some people <laughs> are mad skeptical, all right? And I got to be honest, it's Trey Lance, who, who you've discarded, is not only not going to start, but he might not even be the backup. And the guy he's battling with for the backup position, you said, might be the next Steve Young. I don't know where Trey's mind is at. I mean, my goodness, I get it that it's big boy football and you got to overcome stuff, but his mentality must be like, man, do they believe in me? Does the boy genius believe in me? So... It can work out if Brock plays well, but if he gets hurt, if Darnold doesn't play well, Trey, where is his mind going to be at? So this is it. I do believe in you because I believe in Brock Purdy, but I I hope you got wow. this thing right. Oh, for Trey Lance, uh, wow. you, 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 you've been messing with his mind. Tough bud look. Dark oh, bud I like Damn. your list. It's, it's, um, it's duress, under duress. duress. <laughs> and I'm just going to add to this list. I'm going to go down to Big D. I mean, this is no surprise. Dak Prescott. Oh, okay. Dak Prescott. And before I start, I just want to go back to a few weeks ago on this show when I <clears throat> said that Dak had played at an elite level. Oh, oh, taking that back? I'm taking all of that back. <laughs> oh, wow. wow. I, I, I recognize when I misspeak, and I misspoke. <laughs> Dak had some moments where he was going in the direction of what elite looks like. Okay. And then this season so far and off season and last season and how it all panned out, Dak, I got a lot of questions, man. And I am going to try to encourage you because Dak, you just can't do what you've been doing. And that's throwing interceptions. <laughs> look, man, and, and the, the way the interceptions look, they look very elementary. These are things that These you've been taught ones. since the first time you took snaps underneath the center. Staring down a defender. You can't do it. You can't stare down <laughs> in this league against your defense, who is known for being one of the best in all of NFL football and taking the ball away. They will do it to you, too. They're making you look bad, Dak. And it's because of something as simple as 
you're not going through attention to detail, staring down your defenders or in your, your receivers. You can't do it. Look, man, all you got to do is get back to the basics. Last year we saw it, and I hate to do this to you, but with Cooper Cup. Uh, 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 Cooper Rush. Oh, Co- I'm sorry, not Cooper Cup. Cooper Rush. A possible He bitch. was. He went 4-1, and one, and I don't even Goodness want gracious. I, I know I have this full screen up here, but even more importantly, in the four wins, he threw no interceptions. Zero turnovers. Yeah, that was it. Wow. In your 12 games that we have right here, you threw 10. There was 10 of these 12 games where you, you threw an interception. Yeah. It's just you can't do it, Dak. Well, you great. can't do it. You know and we know you can't throw interceptions and win games in this league. Dak, you got to be better, buddy. I'm glad you listened to me in that. God. You, you humble enough to come back yeah, and say, you know what, Brew, Greg, Brew has some great points. Greg, he don't, was right. Greg, so I, that, I, props, my man. No, props. I think I'm more. But it's just training right. camp, just seeing the practices. Because he, he, you said it, those interceptions are crazy. Yeah, but you look, he did it in the game. He stared down his receiver. You can't, these are elements. Remember, it's early in his career, and it's true he didn't throw as many interceptions, but they were running the ball more. Once they started, you know, putting it on his shoulders, the interceptions came. So, all right, Nick, who you got? All right, well, I, if I knew Greg was going to just <laughs> fold like a cheap tent <laughs> to Brew, I would have put him on the bug list. But instead... <laughs> I'm putting Lamar Jackson on the bud list. Hey, Lamar, you got the contract. You got the team spent a first-round pick and a wide receiver two the last three years, and they signed Odell, who Greg loves eight flowers. You clearly were over Greg Roman. They brought in Todd Munkin for you and to diversify this offense. You were unbelievable, unprecedentedly great in 2019 en route to the second-ever unanimous MVP in league history. You were quite good in 2020 and won a playoff game. And then in 2021, you appeared to take a significant step in the wrong direction. In 2022, you were a little scattershot before ending 2022 the way you ended 2021 with a somewhat mysterious injury that kept you out the final games of the season. Right now, I look at the Baltimore Ravens, Brew, and I say, I know they have a great coach. I know they're going to have a really good defense. This was a team that damn near beat the Cincinnati Bengals with Tyler Huntley playing quarterback. The biggest question I have about the Ravens, the reason that they could win the Super Bowl and they could miss the playoffs, Mm -hmm. is because I do not know what Lamar is going to look like in a pass-first offense. I know what he looked like in a pro-style offense at Louisville, won the damn Heisman Trophy. It was a long time ago. So the biggest question I have about the Ravens is Lamar, so he's on the bug list. That's fair. That's fair because we want to see him in this you know, position, and this is what he's wanted, and he got his money. Once you get yeah. the money, the pressure is on. So uh, that, that's, that's not a bad addition. I'm adding Patrick Mahomes to the bud list. Wow, three quarterbacks. Quick story. Even for the most confident people, there's a level of excellence that sometimes you can be a little bit scared to reach for. Case in point, I bought a tuxedo. I put it on. I looked amazing. Why don't I wear that tuxedo every day like I'm Frank Sinatra? I look great, man. Because <laughs> I'm scared to look that awesome. That's why. I think it'll be insulting to other people. Patrick, you're a friend of the show. That's you with this behind-the-back pass. We ha- now have nine different behind-the-back passes 
on tape spanning two years. And then look, we asked you before the Super Bowl, are you going to do it? He said, no, I'm not going to do it in the Super Bowl. It would have worked in the Super Bowl. So now as you practice it, the only thing that is holding you back from doing this is a fear of being too awesome. Well, take it from me, friend. Fear not. You are that awesome. And I will wear a tuxedo the day that you put on (laughs) behind the back pass for all the world to see. Please do it week one, week two, week three. But don't go too far. Carpe diem. Throw the behind the back pass, please. Wilds, I love how you're backing your Chiefs. Thank you. My man. That's it. You know what it is? It's because it's left-handed. There we go. It's it? left-handed. High five. Have you ever I've done a high five never, before you? I've never played this sport. <laughs> Can I ask a question? <laughs> Seriously? If I follow that analogy, are yeah. you saying what Patrick Mahomes is to football, you are to style and no, I'm looking and fashion? We all yeah. wore tuxedos. No, there's nothing stopping you from wearing a tuxedo. I don't just think that's quite tomorrow. Uh, somebody diagram that sentence, SAT style, because I do think Kevin Wilds was saying he is the Patrick Mahomes yeah, of Batman. I'm saying I'm Wilds. nervous to be that excellent. Clearly being the Nathan Peterman of high fives over there. <laughs> yeah, that's left. It's like he's like, on me. It's not that hard, it's man. It's left-handed. Oh, You're look. right-handed. <laughs> I can't do it. I'm so bad. I can't do You know it. what? I don't want to They do might it. cancel the show. I want to do First of all, I do fist bump. <laughs> Hey, college football fans, this is RJ Young, host of Fox Sports' number one college football show. The biggest names, the biggest games. The theme is we do it big on this here thing. Please subscribe on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts.